Okay, so what? What did you just say? You just said what? I said, well, look, she was Taylor Swift before there was Taylor Swift. It's true because she she wrote wrote, like the epic song. She wrote that song. Like the epic breakup song about the guy. Who's the guy? She's never said who the guy. Well, should we ask her? I think it's Joe Jonas <laughs> or Harry Styles. So it was a long. It was. It it was they they it might was have been. They the were nineties. So were they, they even they were, born? They might not have been born yet, but they still kind of. I'm still getting a Joe Jonas vibe. <laughs> <laughs> Every girl's got a story. Heartache and glory. So don't you worry, you're worthy. Every girl's got a story. Every girl's got a story. Our inaugural guest is pretty special to us. She is special. She is an iconic Canadian musician, an accomplished songwriter, an award-winning recording artist, multiple hit songs. And she hails from The Rock, St. John's, Newfoundland, which obviously makes her incredibly creative, super funny, and, you know, a little salty. Salty? Salty. Maybe you might mean sassy. It's not salty. It's a little (laughs) edgy salty. No? I got the wrong word. Let's go sassy. Sassy. Okay, she's sassy. She's a mother of two. She's a writer. A storyteller. She is a girl with a heart of gold. So on today's podcast, we have Kim Stockwell. Oh, we should have oh, used yeah. that sound effects that he was talking about. Oh, <laughs> we should put like the clap. Is it okay that I joined into the yay part? Yeah, yes. <laughs> of the part. That's we why you're here. Ah, you're both so cute. Okay, Kim Stockwood. Mm. We've known each other for a few years now. Yes, just a few. Just a few. But I had to go back and check the date of this. The first time I saw you was in 1998 at the Halifax Metro Center on stage Come in on. front of thousands of people opening for Van Morrison. Morrison. Ooh, ooh. Wow. Okay. I remember that night. What was the date again? 1998? 1998. Wow. Wow, you guys okay. are old. We're so old. <laughs> I we drank start a lot there? of champagne with him. It we won. Okay. We, okay. The night you closed the bar with Van Morrison. Yeah, we, we got to hear that, that story. Oh. We're going to hold off on that for okay. a moment. We want to know first, though, how you felt in that moment. Like, was this, oh, I have arrived. Like, what was that? Um, a little bit of that, but a, uh, it was a little uh, fearful uh, as well, because... I did two shows with him, one in St. John's, and then we flew to Halifax and I did one there. And when I got the call, it was an East Coast promoter and, you know, at the time, Jerk was out and I was doing pretty good, I guess. Um, And so they asked me to open for Van and Van Morrison was one of my greatest artists of all time. I, I, at that time, listened to him all the time, Mm -hmm. but I was afraid to meet him, truthfully. You know, for many reasons. I had heard a few stories. <laughs> good, good or bad. But I don't Actually, care about we, those. We might, we might want to hear those stories, stories. Yeah, yeah. No. too. <laughs> but, um, but I didn't care about that because I loved them so much. Anyway, but I was, you, you know, it's a little scary to meet. I would, yeah, I wouldn't say he was, he was an idol, but he was definitely a music muse. And his music was such a big part of my life that I was afraid if I met him and he wasn't nice to me, I would, that chunk of my life would have to go. Jeepers. Luckily it didn't. Wow. <laughs> yeah. We might need to hear more definitely about all of this. Okay. We're going to hear that more. story. But, yeah. But, but we want to go back. Great. Back did I just to say Jeepers? Did, did, did you? I think I did. Gotta well, this back. is the edited version. Okay. Of gotta the get podcast. back. That's a Van Morrison song. Which one? Gotta get back. Gotta get back. Is it gotta get back? Okay. Sorry. We just no, need to keep, keep going. going. We're just. We're we're just I, I think it's a disease. I'm not exactly sure what it's called, but it's when somebody says something and, and you have to you sing it. Singing. I have to sing. Yeah, it. I do that with my that. mother all the time. There's a it's lot of Neil Diamond that comes out. Yeah. It's not good in restaurants sometimes. <laughs> it's really not. Okay, but we're going to go back. <laughs> go back. We're going to go back. Way okay? back. Dial Way back. Because we just established how old we are. Um, you you grew up in Newfoundland. 
St. John's. Yes. Little girl. Well, I grew up outside St. John's okay. in Mount Pearl. Okay, Mount Pearl. Yeah. Which is a really popular place. We've all, we've <laughs> been, all been there. To. <laughs> uh, and so tell us about that little girl. Like, how were you raised? Were you raised as a rock star? Oh. Were you raised in that environment? <laughs> no. Um, I, I mean, I, I was raised around music. My dad plays accordion still. Um, my grandmother was an incredible musician and played the pump organ in church until she was, I don't know, 75, 80. Uh, so I definitely grew up around music, but I didn't know I was musical until late in life. I took classical piano for many, many years and I was really shitty. <laughs> so what's the, the deal with like swearing on this? Oh, yeah, go, go fuck, yeah. do it, whatever. Um, okay, so I, I just, you know, I uh, took music lessons, but I was shitty. I, you know, I really wasn't great. I could not uh, practice. I got away with it because um, I guess I had a little bit of natural talent, but I just didn't practice enough. So, um, But were you singing? Nope, I wasn't singing until... I mean, I really wasn't singing until my 20s. I never So ha- how did you discover your voice? How did you um, know, you know, because you're like singing in the shower, right? I know when yeah. I sing, I sound awesome. Yeah. I've heard <laughs> you, right? You have to sing regardless. Okay. No, you do. So, no, no. So I know that I don't. I know I'm not a singer. But if you were singing, you had to have been singing like in your adolescence. And did you hear yourself and think, I'm pretty good? Um, well, no, but a couple of other people did. Hmm. And... Um, you know, the weird thing is the first time I ever sang in public was at my high school graduation. And it, I was playing piano for the girl who was singing the Ode to Newfoundland. And the Ode to Newfoundland is what you would think. It's the anthem of Newfoundland. Mm. Um, yes, we have our own anthem. I know. <laughs> and sorry, how does that go, actually? <laughs> when sun rays crown thy pine-clad hills and summer spreads her hand when sylvan voices tune thy rills we love thee smiling land oh, we, love thee, we love thee we love thee we love thee smiling she, land just there's no warm-up or anything it's no. just Ugh. no wine nothing just, nothing just goes there i'll, I'll get to take some wine and then <laughs> okay, maybe i'll be singing that's funny how you remember things right it's been a while so actually, I sang that, I, I was going to say, I haven't sang that in years. No, I actually sang it with Davnick Doyle, my good friend, um, at a uh, Memorial University event about six months ago. <laughs> wow. Anyway, I, I sang that uh, at my high school grad because the girl that was singing it got sick. I was playing the piano for her, and the teacher said, you got to sing it. I was like, what? So I had to play piano and sing, I think, or maybe I didn't even play piano then. Wow. I just sang it. Wow. And then it was in my 20s. I, um, and I what, what happened? You sang it, you got up there, and were people like clapping? No. or No, okay. No, they said that was nice. <laughs> <laughs> you know, high school and all. Right. But then in my 20s, um, it's really strange. A friend of mine was getting married, and I guess I would just sing, like I would talk all the time. And uh, my friend was getting married, and she said, I want you to sing at my wedding. I was like, what are you talking about? I don't sing. She goes, you can sing. And I'm like, oh, so she wanted me to sing um, Songbird, oh, Fleetwood Mac, that, yeah. right? Sorry, how does that go again? Um, <laughs> for you. Uh, I don't know all the words of that now, but I might. Um, but so I sang that, and I guess I did an okay job. And then I was like, hmm, hmm. funny, you know, in life, how things just, it's not the path you think. I was in university then. And what were you studying? English. Um, And what were you expected? What was the story sort of you were given the role that you were sort of expected to? In my life, you mean? As a a teenager, as kind of, or going to, starting university, what was expected of you? Get a job, (laughs) go to school, and you better graduate because we saved up and gave you money for the first year and a half. (laughs) Then you went to Europe and got a student loan. You're still paying that off. (laughs) Um, You know, my parents were just cool. They were like just... Find a good job. There was no real, you don't need to be a doctor or anything like that. Um, they just wanted me to be happy, really. So there, there really wasn't a real expectation. I, I was always in kind of a communications, kind of. I was a copywriter when I first graduated from university. And, and then I ended up 
fluking into a job, uh, hosting a morning radio show, which was weird, but I was always in that world of entertainment, I guess, mm-hmm. in some ways. Um, and the singing thing, um, it just kind of led me. And so were you like plucked out of somewhere and, and made a star? Like how did that, you enjoying singing and being the wedding singer, <laughs> turn into like one of our greatest hits of yeah. all time, oh, yes. which we'll talk about in a minute. Yes. Um, I, it was just a path uh, that I could have ignored or I could have listened and I did. Um, so I started to kind of sing around St. John's while I was working full time. Um, in a communications company, and I would just play on weekends. And, I, you know, I would add a few new songs and was learning about my voice. And And were you writing your own songs, too? A little bit. Like, I I said, well, I guess, you know, I better try to write something. I got an English degree and I'm singing live, I guess. So I'd only written a few songs, um, but I would sing on weekends, and I started to get a little bit of a buzz. And, I, you know, I got a little review in the paper and... I'm like, oh, this is weird. I, I, I don't. I didn't think that it could become something, mm. but it kind of became its own thing. And then about a year and a half after I started singing in pubs around St. John's and and Newfoundland, really, um, there was an article in the paper that said Kim Stockwood to leave or not to leave. Kim Stockwood oh, to leave or not to leave. Okay, like, they were basically saying. My dear, maybe yeah. you should go to Toronto. It's time right for you. Yeah. 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 You know, not everyone has to leave. Right. But, you know, there's and lots of And had you thought coasters. about leaving at that point? A little bit, but it's it's kind of bizarre being from Newfoundland. You like to go away, but you really can't see breaking the cord. You really, right. a lot of people can't wait, but mm. in, not in my case. I right. wasn't running anywhere. Um, but then I was like, Maybe I should. Mm. So I went to these. I was nominated for an East Coast Music Award for Best Unsigned Artist in my first, like, about six months before I moved. It's it's bizarre. Um, and uh, I didn't win, but that was okay. I didn't even know what the East Coast Music Awards were. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I was walking on Water Street, and um, and this person comes up, and they said, oh, congratulations. And I went, on what? And they like, oh, you just got nominated for an East Coast Music Award. I'm like, what are you talking about? What is that? Best unsigned artist. It's all so weird. Did it like give you a little boost? Were you it like, did. It freaked okay. me out because I was like, how could I be nominated for something that I didn't even know about and never applied to be nominated <laughs> for? I wasn't disappointed. But wow. uh, yeah, I ended up going. Yeah, and so somebody you, thinks you're cool. Somebody yeah. thinks maybe there's something going on. So then you head to Toronto. I went to the ECMAs en route yeah. to Toronto and um, met some people in the music business, and my biggest break was I ended up um, getting a call from the president of EMI Music Publishing. You know, he says, look, you're really cool, and I could totally see you singing. And he said, but, you know, I haven't heard you sing yet. So I jumped up on his piano stool, and I I think I sang like a Hank Williams, a Patsy Cline version of like a Hank Williams song. Mm. And, uh, you know, like I got... it went something like... It went so- <laughs> <laughs> um, I got a feeling called the blues, oh, Lord, since my daddy said goodbye. Love singing blues. Love it. It is. I, 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 wow, I remember what it was. Um, and I get down, and uh, he says, you're signed. And I'm like, awesome. Oh to wow. what? What, what do you do? What, what do you do? I don't even care about the contract. You know, you want all my money? There's vinyl on your walls. It's got to be legit. Wow. Um, But he he said, well, what we do is we sign songwriters. And I said, yeah, but you haven't even really heard any of my songs yet. And he said, said, don't worry, we'll make you a songwriter. I had written three songs by then. And like, it's crazy. That is crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. It's crazy that... He believed in, in this me. day and age yeah. that would never happen because there's so many people out yeah. there vying for these top yeah. spots mm-hmm. as songwriters, yeah, singers. I don't think it would. Right? I yeah. think it's like back in the what where what era? Where where are we? Eighties, uh, nineties? No, mid nineties. Mid nineties. Yeah. Right? Yeah, like yeah, ninety three. Also, 92. a little bit right place, right time, yeah. right moment, right connection. The universe. A little bit knows. of the universe. Yeah, and and the fact, like I think back on it now, you know, in my age now, I was going to say midlife, but I mean, my God, how long do I expect to live? <laughs> <laughs> You're good. You're you good. You're good. You're midlife. You're midlife. Um, uh, 
you overthink so much. And I find I, yes. I stop myself so much more now than I did when I was in my 20s. And it was that spontaneous spirit that scared the shit out of people for sure when they saw me coming because they never knew what I was going to do. But I had no fear then. I was like, uh-huh. what's the worst that's going to happen? I'm going to die trying. Just do it. Go uh-huh. for it. You know? But this now is- I'm going, oh my God, I can't believe I did that. But yeah, so he signed me to a writing deal. That was my big break. And then everyone in the music business was talking about, did you hear that Mike McCarty signed a singer from Newfoundland without even hearing one song? <laughs> so that was it. Wow. And he did. He, start, he started setting me up with songwriters, sent me to Nashville a whole bunch, and uh, I eventually became a songwriter. And then everything changed with this one song, four-letter word song that kind of went, I mean, back then we weren't talking about going viral, but went viral. But also I think it was like a bit risque to be using, it's like now they put like the word bitch and stuff in songs. Like it was kind of like a- that's really funny because- A Mm rude-ish kind of Should we say what the name of the song is? Well, I mean, we know it's Kim Stockwood, so it was- You jerk. Yeah. yeah. Um, Sorry, how does it go? You jerk. But the craziest thing about that song as well, it was almost the song that never happened. Okay, you have to tell us the story. Do you know the story? I think you t- you did tell me the story once, but you need it was to over share men- this. Much wine, probably. Yes, much. Yeah. Much pandemic um, wine. Again, like, I got to get this belief back again that in spite of things not happening, things that are meant to happen will happen. Hmm. Um, because I do find at my age now, the magic, I... I I'm mining for the magic a mm. bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, oh my god! It's because you I know too that. many things. Uh, maybe mining, but that's yeah. the yeah. next song. That's her next song. Mining, yeah. mining for magic. magic. There you go. Um, but back with Jerk, my record was already out. Yes, my first record had come out, and Jerk was not even written. Okay, so so you had written all the songs. They had made the LP or whatever it was back yep. then. They had 11, put it out. Songs. It was on the shelves. It's- it was in stores. Was I in had two stores. singles out. Okay. On and the radio. Was not on it. Not even right. thought of. Okay. And what happened was, so the record had probably been out six, eight you months. You met a jerk. That's what happened. No, I might have. <laughs> um, you started dating. Yeah. Well, it was so funny. You know, every, everyone talks, who's it about? I was like, you know, it's about an amalgamation. Of, uh, of people. Okay. We thought, we, I, did, we like I dedicated it to girls as well. Were you? We thought Joe Jonas. Yeah. We Joe Jonas <laughs> Julie was thinking Harry Styles. Styles that we were trying to do we were like, oh yeah, no, we're the math sure. doesn't yeah. add up. It's not like it's like you jerk with a name. It's not like blame, right. blame my ex, blame Brett, right? right. It's not like right. I named somebody. But, um, which is my favorite song right now, by the way. Is that the, the beaches? beaches? Oh. Oh my God. Well, I love that song. Ever. Yes. Yeah. Very quickly if that's possible with us <laughs> or tell me, you. I should say, tell us uh, your story. So, so jerk was written at this time. Okay. My record had come out. I had two song, two songs on the radio, but I, nothing was really happening. And you know, there was this big machine behind me and everybody in Newfoundland thought that I was this, Oh my God, I can't even imagine how much money she's making now. <laughs> I was living in Erica M's house at the time. Oh my God. I don't much mean to, music, much like music. one of the yeah, OG DJs. Her. I don't she mean was. to drop OG. names, but no, 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 she was it. so good to me and kind. And thank God for that. I love that bedroom so much. But at the time I was poor. I was poor. <laughs> and uh, so I was writing some songs with my songwriting partner. And one day... Uh, I just start playing. I've been playing these chords over and over and over and over and over. And I didn't know what the words were, but I kept going, mm, mm, mm. Julie just keeps looking at the uh, waiting to grab the guitar. <laughs> it would just be so much easier. I mean, you might as well just show us how did it all come together, yeah. really? Um, because we always have, everyone has chords in their head. Yeah. Like most of the time. We all do. Melodies, That's how we right? operate. No, I'm no not oh, true. Oh, okay. Kim, Kim <laughs> Stockwood, <laughs> Nobody the musician. No. Da, 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 
But and so I it was in my head over and over and over and over at, at night, and I had no idea what it was. Um, and so I, we may have even had the verses before we had the the chorus. And then one day, you know, I don't even know what we were talking about, but you jerk, you jerk. I, it flew out of my mouth and I cracked myself up. I just cracked myself up and I said, oh my God, that's so stupid. And my songwriting partner, Nisha, he was like, oh my God, no, 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 do it again, do it again. And, it, you know, they always say that uh, brilliance and stupidity are right next door to each other. <laughs> you know, they're right there. So you got to find out. And, and we're you, there very often. We're, 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 we're sometimes a little bit on one, more one side than the other. On the line. And you know what? You got to say the stupid shit to get to the brilliance. Right. Yeah. That's it. Mining. Mining right? for the Mining magic. Mining for the magic. Um, but yeah, so it flew out and I immediately dismissed it, but it, but it, it cracked me up and I went, and, and God bless him. He was like, no, wow, what, what? Um, he, uh, he said, no, 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 no. Let, let's just stay here for a minute. Let's stay here. Um, and so I, I kept going and I almost tried to like think of something else. I was like, I can't do that. I can't have a song called You Jerk. And back to what you were saying about the word bitch at that time, yeah. Meredith Brooks had just released, I'm a bitch. Oh, I'm oh a right. it was right at that yeah. time. That was a great song. So yeah. I started to come around to it and think, well, you know, like you always know you're onto something like in life when you can give yourself cold shivers. Absolutely. And it's not ego. Yes. It's yes. just energy of something. I just got 100%. cold shivers. You, right? you just gave yeah. them to Aww. me. But like, yeah. that's but true. You, guys do you it give to yourself to yourself. You give yourself cold shivers yes. sometimes. Yes. And that's what happened. And I, I was like, okay, I'm going to sit in this. And so we and we wrote it actually at Erica's house. Thank you, Erica. Oh, thank you. Plug <laughs> there for was Erica magic M. in that house for sure. Um, but yeah, it, it, and so the craziest thing was, we finished the song. There were still probably three or four lines that I just could not jam in there. Every time I tried to put a lyric in there, it would spit it back out because it did what didn't feel right. Um, so I'm agreeing, like I know what you're talking yeah, about. No, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 When, yeah. The last time we wrote our songs, <laughs> but uh, you know we what? get it. It's probably the same with writing anything, or maybe even uh, doing a program or yoga yeah. moves, or you're, you got to practice, and you're like, I, I mean, something's not fitting. Something's not fitting. Yeah. Something's not right. Um, so a couple of months later, I decided to go into my record company and play them some of my new songs for the next record. Because this record was kind of, it was out. People knew who I was. Nothing was really happening. Mm. Um, and I went in and I played them a couple of songs. We played them live. Nisha came with me. And we played this. And our a, like you know with A&R guys sometimes, he just started smiling. Like Especially when we got to the chorus, he, his whole face just went like, like a I couldn't moment. see it. I was like, he likes it, he likes it. Yeah. And um, so we finished and he said, that song is a hit. We are going to record it and we are going to take a song or two off your record right now. I don't know why we couldn't just add it, but I think there's something about, you only get paid royalties on like 12 songs, I think. He said, so we're going to record it and we're going to strip it into your record and we're going to re-release your record. Wow. Like, what is that? Unheard of, right? That's, Tim Trombley! Woo, I don't woo. even know. I don't even know. So, so I don't even know either. I, I, and I, I actually just saw Tim um, a little while ago at a celebration of life, and uh, I can't believe that he did that. You know what? And imagine had you ha- held on to it and released it at a, a few years time. later, and Might who knows, happen. right? You, yeah. It, Maybe you wouldn't, like, you would have missed the wave. Like, yeah. you, you hit a moment. It was meant to be. It yeah. really was. So you are, you are, like, riding high. It goes crazy. It goes, like, yep. gangbusters. Yeah, and megastorm of, like, Kim Stockwood, yeah. jerk. It's everywhere. It's on all the radio stations. I was still kind of poor because <laughs> I owe my record company trillion dollars. Plus, <laughs> it didn't matter. Because I was getting some good geeks. Maybe good geeks. maybe this is the moment to go back to Van Morrison. Oh, the I night think, is oh. set. The night I, I wanted to it. call this podcast "The Night in the Bar with Van Morrison." <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be the title it of the podcast. Be. It might be. Yeah. 
So that we're going back? We're circling yeah, back to that go night. Back. So you've it. got jerk. Gotta your, go back. Is it gotta go back or gotta get back? To the feeling. Oh, okay, we gotta look that up. <laughs> we're gonna look it up. <laughs> and then Are you allowed gonna... to use music in your podcast? You don't know Only yet. when you sing it and we don't right. have... You don't have to pay. pay for royalties. Because <laughs> yes. okay. we, we're poor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, I guess you got to yeah. pay for it. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, yeah, so, so you've you got this massive hit. You're on yeah. tour with Van Morrison. Yeah. You're up on that stage. Yeah. It's a cool, crazy moment. Yeah. I mean, I, I was excited to be up on that stage, but I was more excited to possibly meet Van Morrison. Uh, I know that may sound bad, but no. no, I really was excited to meet Van Morrison. I didn't meet him in St. John's because um, I think he showed up five minutes before he went he on stage. He had to go on stage. Because I was like, I how think, does that work? You don't meet I who think you're playing for. he went for dinner and then ended up in the bar. <laughs> <laughs> it is St. John's. Come yes, on. Of course. Yeah. Um, so after the Halifax gig, uh, I was backstage and I guess he saw a little bit of my set. I don't know. And uh, the tour manager came up and said, uh, we're going back to the hotel. Um, ben wanted to know if you wanted to come in our limo. Uh, excuse that, me? That was back in the day when you weren't scared to death, maybe, or maybe <laughs> you shouldn't be. I don't know. Um, but I was like, uh, yeah. And I, I have to apologize to my band right now because I so ditched them. We were supposed to all go together in a van. I was like, fuck. <laughs> They're like TikTok. It's about yeah. time, Kim. Thanks for the apology. I'm How many going years in later? The real van with the yeah. real, the, I'm going over here. I got my own van. That's yeah, right. I got my own van over here. Um, yeah. So we, we just went back to the hotel and uh, went in the bar, the bar, and uh, yeah, he started um, ordering champagne, like really, really good champagne, like Dom. And I was sitting next to him, and I was just eating up. <clears throat> everything like just trying to listen and just talk a little bit and he was like so you're from Newfoundland that's the worst Irish no, accent ever uh, that was bad. not bad not Go, bad yeah. yeah I didn't know but, what you were doing there for a yeah, second but yeah know. yeah but um I said yeah I said I'm so glad that you came you know because everyone calls Newfoundland Little Ireland and he said he loved it and everything and then so he w- it was in the day when you could uh, smoke in bars mm. so he was smoking cigarellos the little c- mm-hmm. cigars yeah. I did not smoke um, till that night. And till then he offered night. you one and you were like, I'll do anything no, you say. <laughs> he literally lit two, gave me one. Such and I was a like, move. Yep, That's us. such a move, Van. And such a mood. And, and such a yeah. mood. Such yeah. a mood. Maybe he didn't light it. No, maybe he just gave it. <laughs> I don't know. Story. We're going to go with like the small fish to the yeah. big yeah. No, fish story. We, he lit it and he put it right in your mouth. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there was a lot of champagne. Okay. But, but so he would... Pass me the little cigar, and I'm like, I barely knew what it was, but I am smoking this like there's nobody's business. <laughs> I was the best friggin' smoker you ever saw in your life. I could barely breathe, but he, he kept doing it. I, I mean, I don't know how many. I, I, I did, would not finish them. I would just, like, look like I knew what I was doing, smoke a bit, and then figure out what, where do I put this. Where to hide it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I was smoking cigarettes with him, and... Um, and it was all great until he asked for another bottle of Dom. And um, like another bottle of Dom. And the waitress came. She goes, oh, sir, Morrison, sir, Van, more, sir. I'm so sorry, but we don't, we don't have any more Dom. I've got uh, other things, but no, no, no more, no more Dom left. What? I want another bottle of Dom now. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> shit, this is such a good time. It's so good. Don't ruin this. So, but anyway, he, he, he was not happy there's no more Dom left. But, uh, you know, I don't even know how many bottles there were. Um, but I was like, this is a good time to go. This is where I want to remember my night. And I have to go to the hospital and get oxygen anyway. <laughs> I was going to say, was there was there vomiting involved? Like, oh my God, no, but you, I, you I, have like the I had to get on a flight oh, the next God. morning and I literally, I, that's, that's some hard stuff, that's right? Wow. It really is. Yeah, but you were a trooper. I was a trooper. A trooper. You I took one it. for the I team. It. No gig the next day. <laughs> no right. gig, flew back. I was so happy. I was so happy. I like, I was a bit concerned that I was, I gave myself asthma or something, but I was okay. Was that like... Were you, was that the top of the top? Like, were you on the ultimate high? Was this, like, where would you say you felt like you were at the top of your game in terms of musician, uh, sought after, like, You mean opening fame, for? Just, just 
in general in your music career? Like, were you, at that point, were you feeling like, this is it, the top of your game? Or did you, was there more? Well, oh my God, there was a lot more. That, Cause that was a while ago. And I don't think I really knew who I was then. And I, you know, in, in your twenties and your thirties, you, I don't know if you truly realize the blessings you, you, you are grateful for them and you're in the moment as much as you can be, but telling the stories now, yeah. I'm like, Oh my God, I yeah. did what? This was my life. And I was with this person and, um, uh, you know, I, 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 I'm grateful and, and I, I feel like, yeah, I, hopefully I was there because I belong there. You know, I, I, I've been very blessed. Um, you know, some of the times with Shay, the group, um, I guess I'm still in, we're not really playing tons, but with Davenant Doyle and Tara McLean, some of the moments we have shared musically have been some of the, the best in my entire career. And we literally- So Shay came after Jerk. It did. Yeah, it came years after. Um, but yeah, we, uh, you know, I, I won't get into them, but about, I don't know, six months ago, Shay did a, a show with, um, we did a show with Daniel Amois, and we sang The Maker with him. And uh, that was one of the highlights, for sure. But I want to ask you, though, too, because I know from when we've talked, you're signed in the States, so you're about to launch, like, big time, right? That's the plan. Yes. That's the plan. What happens? Um, uh, they spent a whole bunch of money, and the U.S. is so big, and there are so many artists with so many machines behind them mm -hmm. um, that it didn't happen. And again, you know, for all the things that work out in your life that, you know, are just meant to work out, some things aren't meant to work out. And I say that completely honestly with gratitude for everything that happened, but um, I wouldn't, I, I'm not sure. I, talk, I was talking to someone about this the other day. I don't know if I'd be with my husband today if yeah. Jerk had become a massive hit in the States. Mm. Um, I had already known him. It's not about him. Um, Your husband, Alan, Alan Reed. Alan Reed. Reed. Uh, it, Head it, of the Junos. Yes. Let's, let's full disclosure. Just to say. Pretty sweet. Yeah. Pretty oh, sweet and guy. he is such a lovely He's man. He's a lovely guy. Yeah. Um, sweetie pie. We'll just call him sweetie, sweetie pie. pie. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it Jerk became a hit in probably six cities in the States. And I would go there and everyone knew it. But then to connect the dots, it just, mm -hmm. it didn't happen. And uh, that was okay because I came back. And that was a time, sorry to interrupt, yep. where where women in music was booming. Yep. Like yep. in the U.S. Absolutely. We had like the Sarah McLaughlin, the Indigo Girls. Lance yep. Morissette would have been uh, just like, coming up. Yep. Right there in was a, It was a huge time, right? So I would imagine the competition was steep. Yeah, and I also, you know, I... I I don't know if I have ever gone, what if? Not really, because mm. I've had such a beautiful life here um, with my husband, my kids, my friends. Um, you know, I've still, I don't know if she ever would have happened. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, it just, there's, for, for every artist you know that has made it, there are a hundred that didn't, mm -hmm. that I, I will say were, all as as talented as that one but for some reason wrong timing or whatever like so many things in life you you have to go okay you could keep going you could become bitter or you can just go okay I'm gonna figure out what I I am meant to do with was my there life. bitterness or was there like a depression or was there like or were you able to kind of just shift into this new role I shifted. or you shifted yeah I did I mean yeah, it's weird with the jerk thing. I, I mean, I don't know. Maybe some of my friends can at the time to say that maybe I was really upset or bitter, but I don't think I was. Mm. I mean, I don't like the feeling bitterness gives you. I don't like the pit in my. I don't like how it makes me feel. You know, of course, I'm human. Sometimes in my life, I've been like a bit upset or jealous or bitter, but I really don't like how it makes me feel. Mm. So I, I try not to go there.
because I mean, it is, it's amazing. Um, you know, we talk about that so much in yoga about surrendering. Oh yeah. I try, we, we so often create our own suffering. Let's get a little yoga care for a moment. Okay. But yes. that, just that idea of like, when we resist what's happening, what's mm-hmm. real, we push back and that's where all the pain, the, the bitterness, yeah. the anger, not to say there isn't a place for the anger and, yeah. and those emotions. And mm-hmm. I mean, sometimes those things can actually propel you forward to some extent a little bit, but in terms of the long term. If you can be with what's happening and Mm -hmm. roll with it, then you open up all other avenues like motherhood, like having a life partner, like forming a new band and doing a whole bunch of other things. I mean, do I wish I made more residuals off the play in the States? Yes, Yes, I do. (laughs) Wait, didn't you buy your parents a computer printer? Oh, my God. I think I bought them a printer from Jerk. Oh, that's nice. Like, that's kind of sad when you think about it, that that's all I could buy them, you know, in the day. The people buying the houses for their parents. Yeah, exactly. I've always wanted to pay them back. Yeah, here's your house. I got them a printer. (laughs) They were so grateful for that printer. So tell us a little bit more about meeting Alan, finding this relationship, and being married for how many years? Have you guys been married? Uh, 22. 22 wow. years. Yep. We've got two boys. Beautiful We've been boys. together for thir- our very first date was July 1st, 93. So Canada we, we Day, just 93. Had our, 30 years ago, we had a first date. Wow. Um, he was an A&R guy. And uh, <laughs> again, something I wasn't sure was going to work out. We're very different people. But we're not. Jerk was already written at this point. Uh, no. <laughs> oh, it wasn't. Well, no, not about Whoops. him. Uh, no, <laughs> not about him. Because this okay. is the whole thing. Of course it was. Clarify that. Of no. course it wasn't. About it, yeah. Um, we Such got together and broke up seven times in the first three, four years. Okay. Did you know that? I thought you broke that, up once. Oh, that God, is, no. Seven I times. I remember there was one what? time. What? An I don't amazing story. <laughs> why were you breaking up? Like, let's get um, into it. Because why our, our life paths. Uh, that's why I say I'm okay with the fact that Jerk didn't become huge in right. the States. Because I it would have... I don't know if Alan and I would have got back together. Right. And lasted. Really, I, and then I, stayed together. And stayed together. Yeah. Um... But we did, we broke up a whole bunch because he was an A&R guy. What's A&R? Artist and repertoire. Thank you. So they are the people who sign artists. Okay. So I moved to Toronto looking for a record deal. Alan was one of the first A&R guys I met um, at a function. And I think someone introduced me to him. This is the new head of uh, A&R for A&M Records. Um... He just signed Jan Arden. I was like, who's Jan Arden? Oh, Jan. Do you know who I am? (laughs) (laughs) I'm Kim Stockwood from Newfoundland. I'm going to be famous one day. (laughs) Honest to God, like, it's still, I think I said something like that. Like, so awful. (laughs) And I think I scared the bejesus out of him. He was just like. Out of this, like, very quiet, Very calm, calm, very quiet. You know, he's like, oh. Oh, okay. But yeah, so he was the guy I moved to Toronto to get a record deal from. And uh, I ended up uh, not signing with him, but I invited him to my house once. And I didn't know if he was coming because he liked me as an artist or we'd seen each other a few times. But at my very first showcase in Toronto, I'll go very quick. He was the first A&R guy to come up to me after the showcase. I had already met him and annoyed him. (laughs) And um, we'll call it. Yep. And so he came up to me right after. He said, wow, that was really great. He was just so calm. Just such a great performance. And I was like, are you married? <laughs> did you really say that? I totally did. Like, That's not, yeah, but that, that it did not happen <laughs> right away, for right. sure. So you, he, you he invited him over. He came over. Uh, yeah, then, but months later. Okay. So I was in the middle of, of meeting different record companies, and he was interested. And yeah. So he never signed you. He signed Jan Arden. He signed Jan Arden. And Arden. dated Kim. Yeah. And right. thank Kim. God. It thank God it was way the other way around. <laughs> <laughs> thank God, Jan. Because we'd be, I'd be in a hovel. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So now. I said, thank God we have a nice house because, you know, Jan worked out. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Jan. <laughs> thank you, Jan. <laughs> That's a shout out to Jan. Okay. Got, so you have your one, house. We got one computer in a house. Exactly. <laughs> um... What about motherhood? So now you've kind of shifted gears. You're still doing music, right? A little bit. I need to do more of it. 
So but here I am now. You you got these kids, but they're grown but now. But they're grown now. And and it, and you do. You wake up one day and go, oh, okay. Yeah. I really did kind of give a big percentage of myself into their lives. And I was kind of always working, but I really did. I gave a lot. I don't regret any of it. But now I'm going, hmm, where am I going to put that now? Am I allowed to put it back into me? I, yes, I am. Yes, please. Um, but yeah, it's uh, uh, yeah, it's it's a exciting and scary and confusing thing after raising two boys. When you're okay, so it's not like in my twenties and thirties with the music business. Most of my income over the past 10, 15 years has been through voiceover which is what I've done. I'm still doing some of that. But uh, yeah, I'm trying to figure out what's next. <laughs> so we don't know what's next, but, but we, we do, do know. know. We do, <laughs> we we do, do know. know. <laughs> well, we do know a couple of things. We know. Okay. We know she's writing. We know yeah. she's, she's writing. writing. Yes. I have been writing, and um, but I, I, I don't know if I actually love... You mean writing... Songs or other things? Well, other things. Other, are we talking about like, other things? We're th talking like memoir -y uh, things. We, we've been, yeah, I don't, yes, I've been talking about this thing, and I, I don't even want to label it because it's taking me so long that I'm afraid I'm never going to finish it. You're but so you you're know what? If you it. never finish it, and everybody no, here hears oh, no, that got you to had this, it. and you we'll never finish it. it, like, big deal. But now you put it out in the universe. Yeah. And then maybe that's what's going to carry you through. Yeah. Do you want to tell us the title? Uh, well, I don't know not. the title. Let's talk about the working title. The working title. There's a couple of working titles. Because okay. I feel like the one working title that we've talked about is oh, wait, actually no. really brilliant. Um, well, there's a two. And no one can take it, right, if I say it? Oh, well. well no, because it's got one. your name in it. But I oh, that you. one. Yeah. Yeah, right. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, don't tell us the other ones because okay, those other might ones. be more intimate. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just tell us this one. Um, well, the, the one is, so where I am in life is menopause, kids. Yes. What the hell with menopause? What the, my it. brain, like why is my body different than it was? Yes. Yes, I love myself, but what the frig is this? Yes. Um, so yeah, one of the working titles was I used to be Kim Stockwood by Kim Stockwood. <laughs> <laughs> I love that one. I would buy that. Okay, yeah, can I? Can but I? Just you could just substitute your name, can right? You just anybody, say, and you're trying to I think figure we it just out. Just trademark that yeah. right now. Right? No, There's we're trademarking it. That's trademark. it. Verbal yeah. agreement. Yeah. But can you just say what the hell menopause with more of a Newfoundland accent again? Because that was really good. <laughs> Which part? What, what the hell? No, yeah. that's not it. No, what the hell yeah. menopause? Well, what we, the hell? Like, how about speaking about menopause in general? Like yeah. let's, well, not in general, let's talk about you, but tell us about that journey. Oh my God. Is it's it a, a journey? journey? It feels like it's a circle. Yeah. <laughs> I don't feel like I'm it's going not anywhere. Journey, not going anywhere. It's just more like of a journey yeah. to hell. But you know what the crazy thing about it is, um, a lot of women don't know what's going on with them. Yeah. They think like I am, I'm hoping I'm near the end of it, but I started six years ago. Yeah. And immediately, it was like someone flicked a switch and, you know, oh, this, the hot flashes, whatever. I can totally deal with that. But it was the other things. It was the lack of sleep and <laughs> my brain fog. I yeah. felt like, you know, I've always been a little anxious in my life and I've always been a bit wired. <laughs> but with this, I, I just couldn't get out of my own way. I, and I had no idea... For me, um, you know, taking hormones helped me. Yeah, and so my good. friends recommended it, and I was like, really? But I think I'm already almost through. And then I'm like, no, I have to do something. I feel like a crazy person. Yeah. And it's, it's so crazy <laughs> funny because I feel like in the last six months, yeah. we are talking, I'm hearing more? more about menopause than I've ever heard in my entire life. And I, for sure, I'm in the demographic, yeah. so there is that. But women are finally coming out and talking about yeah. it. And doctors are finally becoming more educated about it. And I don't remember, like, hormone replacement therapy was, I think people are just circling back to that. I think it was, after everybody was so then, scared. Yeah. Yeah. And I think a lot of that research has now been debunked and women are feeling a little more 
I don't want to say less scared, but yeah, you know, like it's an option. It's yeah. a real option. And maybe doctors are being more, are more aware of that. Or prescribing option. it a bit more. Yeah. I have to tell you what my mother says. Changer. I think I told you this before, Angela, but, um, my mother says, why is it that everything that's wrong with women got a men in it? <laughs> <laughs> I think we need to meet your mother. Yeah. Menopause, menstrual periods, mental problems. <laughs> and my son said, men. <laughs> and men. Uh, I agree. And I, I think that, up. like, social media has been actually very helpful with that because there's so many more, uh, you know, doctors or specialists, experts coming on and using their platform to educate us about menopause. And so that's also another reason why it's yeah. exploded because it's like enough already. Can we yeah. fucking talk yeah. about yeah. this? Yeah. yeah. And and these are your options. Yeah. Like, you have a lot of options. Right. And there are a lot of women that are going, you know, I just, I, I can't cope. And I think the anxiety level since the pandemic elevated oh, yeah. for sure as well. Yes. But just ask for help. Yeah. Okay, so what what has changed for you since going on the hormones? Like, what would you say before, and then you started them, and then what's changed? I feel um, kind of like myself again. Mm. And I don't know how I wasn't feeling like myself, except... I was just jittery, jittery, yeah. um, because I wasn't sleeping. And I think it's more than that. I think the drop in the hormones yeah. really affects you, who you are as a human being. You know, your whole life, um, you've, you've had these hormones. And, you know, contrary to what men go through in their life, their hormones are gradually decreasing throughout their life. With women, it's like an elevator shaft drops right to the bottom within a few years. It's like, what? What? So with me, when I started it, I, I, I felt myself coming back. It's the weirdest thing. Uh, it wasn't even like a, a, a visual thing. Yeah. It was just a feeling of just feeling, yeah, like a, um, who I am. Right. And, 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 and liking that feeling. Um, and yeah, I said to my doctor the other day, I was like, so how long can I be on this for? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe five years, who knows, but yeah. It is amazing though. I I think when I started it, I think I didn't sleep for maybe a couple, few years maybe and just ran hot. As Mark calls me, you run. I yeah. used to run cold. Now yeah. I run hot. Yeah. Um, and I think it was like a week and I'm not even kidding. Like things started to change. Yeah. It was okay, that but fast. you just said yeah. I didn't sleep for two years. Two years. You yeah. just said that. I so know. we as yeah. women, like like if a man didn't sleep for two years, he would be delirious. But every woman I changes. knew wasn't sleeping. Yes. All my oh, friends right. weren't sleeping. Right. So, so it's right. like nobody was talking about. Oh, well, actually, you can sleep. Right. You can go talk to your doctor about this. And and I love my doctor, but nobody ever said to me, "Hey, how's it going with the menopause thing?" Do you need any help? Like that's, yeah. it's never come up. Yeah. That's, wow. It's never actually come up in conversation Wow. until I brought it up. Yeah. So a friend of mine went to her doctor and said, <clears throat> you know, should we be starting to have the conversation about menopause kind of like prepping ourselves and what should I be looking for and whatever. And her doctor was like, no, it's just a part of what's going to happen. We'll talk about it as the symptoms kind of come. Okay. And it's like, My you know what? Fantastic. Yeah. Like Preemptive. we need to talk about like if you're starting to feel depressed, yeah. if you're starting to get anxiety that's not normally there, and yes. beyond like just the stress of life, and, and even not- if there is stress of life, you might be more susceptible to it. If you are having brain fog, oh, I'm sorry, itchy ears is a symptom. Did everybody know that? Wow. No. Okay. We know vaginal dryness, but what about all the other stuff that goes along with it? And it's not just hot flashes and you lose your period. There's so there's many There's so many things. other things. And yeah. your anger. Right. Yes. Like I, rage. I talk rage. To us, talk to us about your anger. Yeah. Well, actually, my anger was okay, but I would fly off the handle sometimes um, for n- not a good reason. Yeah. Right. And, uh, you know, it, it didn't happen too many times because I was like, wow, who's that? <laughs> I don't like that person. Right. Who's that? And, and you're just like, where did that come from? Yeah. Like, you, you, everything is on your last freaking nerve. Yeah. Just grating. You, you grating, can't even control you're gonna it. You're going to snap. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> but are you, we, yeah. Are we going to write a song about menopause? I mean, I think that that's like the next step here. It might be. Is really, it might be. But what is, what's your next step? What's the next chapter in your story? Um, finding out what that story is, truthfully. Right now, like, I am trying to. 
I, for the last few years, I've, I actually do, I mean, pandemic, yes. Um, but I, I am blaming it a little bit on menopause. I, I did kind of look around a lot, like, what am I doing? Where am I going? What, what can I still do? Do I, am I still talented? Do I still have anything left? Like, I, what an awful thought. Um, because I, I, I know that I still have gifts. So I kind of feel like I'm dusting them off right now mm -hmm. to find out what I can do with them. Mm -hmm. um, and I hope that doesn't sound sad. No, I think it's a beautiful <laughs> sounds, thought. It's, it's inspiring. <laughs> it's a part of the mining for can magic. You help me. When you said what? We're so in tune. I missed it. Tell me. Mining, mining the for magic. magic. Oh, yes. Is that again? Okay. That or four? What are we doing? Mining four or the? What do you mining, think? Mining four, I think. Okay. Mining, mining for, for magic. magic. Yeah. Oh my God, that's beautiful. Mm -hmm. I think that's beautiful, and yeah. we're excited yeah. for it. Thank you. And mm -hmm. I and I love that. I mean. There's nothing like discovering yourself. Yeah. I'm, I am hoping I'll give myself cold shivers again someday. <laughs> cold sure shivers. Right? I have go. since. Cold shivers. Let's, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do Bring it. Them on. Thank you, Kim. Thank wow. you. If you've gotten this far, it must be because you loved the podcast. Well, we'd like to think you did. So if you can do one more thing for us. Rate us on Apple or Spotify. It's super easy. Five stars is our preference. I think they only allow five stars. Anyway, if you'd like, leave us a review. We appreciate you so much. Every girl's got a story. Heartache and glory. So don't you worry, you're worthy. Every girl's got a story. Every girl's got a story. We want to thank our generous sponsors, the brilliant minds at Fuse Create, and our friends over at the Richards Group Remax. Our original song, Every Girl's Got a Story, written and performed by the incomparable Kim Stockwood.